When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been a while since I've shared my quality dividend stock portfolio with you guys. This is a dividend growth portfolio I started back in September of 2020, with the aim to utilize the ideas from my monthly watch list. If you have listened to my channel before, you are probably familiar with the high yield dividend stock watch list and the high growth dividend stock watch list. I run these watches on a monthly basis to find the best dividend stocks to invest in right now. This portfolio has been around for a little longer than a year now, and I am pretty happy with the results thus far. I'd like to continue sharing this portfolio with the community here more frequently in the future. I think it'll be a good documentation that dividend growth investing works, and that small sums of money can grow into large wealth over a long period of time. The second part will take many years to prove, but I have the patience and time to see it happen. Over the past year I have made small tweaks here and there to the contributions going into the portfolio and the asset allocation. So I'd like to give you guys a thorough update on where this portfolio is right now, and where I would like for it to be in the future. Alright, let's talk about performance first, since that is probably the topic you're most interested in. I have 14 full months of returns for the portfolio, and over this period of time the total return is 31.04%. The S&P has performed a little better during this time, with a total return of 33.55%. The goal for this portfolio isn't to beat the S&P. Although I do like to compare my return to the S&P return, to give me an idea of how my portfolio is performing in relation to the US equity market. The actual goal that I have for this portfolio is to achieve a double-digit total annualized return. I'd like this return to be closer to 12% per year, but I'll be content if it sits above 10%. Right now the annualized rate of return is 26.08%, which is way better than my goal, but I do expect this return to fall in the future. The past year has been better than average, and I'm sure we will have a correction or a market crash at some point in the future. Another goal I have for this portfolio is for the dividend income stream to grow over time. The best way to measure or compare this growth is on a quarterly basis, since most of the stocks in this portfolio pay a dividend once per quarter. So let's take a look at the dividend income this portfolio has produced thus far, and what my forecast is showing for the future. The first dividend payment I received in this portfolio was in September of 2020, which was the last month of quarter 3 for that year. In quarter 3 of 2020, the portfolio earned a whopping 9 cents of dividend income. In quarter 4 of 2020, the dividend income grew to $1.13. In quarter 1 of 2021, the dividend income increased again to $1.98. In quarter 2 of 2021, I received $5.61 of dividend income. And in quarter 3 of 2021, the portfolio produced $11.29 of dividend income. So thus far, all looks great. The portfolio is producing a higher dividend income amount each quarter. We are almost midway through quarter 4, and I am actually projecting the bulk of the dividend income to be paid in December. My current forecast is showing about $16.39 of dividend income per quarter. This does factor in some contributions that went into the portfolio recently, so quarter 4 of this year may not actually hit this forecast, but it should finish with a higher total than quarter 3. The annual dividend income forecast right now is about $65.56 that I can expect to receive during the next 12 months. But I plan on adding more capital to this portfolio, and I plan on reinvesting the dividend stream, and I expect that all of my holdings will increase their dividends. So actually I should receive considerably more dividend income over the next 12 months than the forecast at $65. Matter of fact, every time I add more money to this portfolio, or one of my holdings increases its dividend, this figure moves up gently. I know this level of income still seems very small, earning $16 per quarter sounds like chump change, 
But what you need to pay attention to is how quickly this income is growing. I've made some extra contributions this year, and the dividend income doubled from quarter 1 to quarter 2, and from quarter 2 to quarter 3. While this doubling pattern probably will not continue, pretty soon the quarterly dividend income will be above $20, and maybe in a year or two it'll cross $100 per month, and in 20 to 30 years it could be $1,000, or a few thousand dollars. I started this portfolio with $100 on September 1st, 2020, and I made $15 weekly contributions. At some point earlier this year, I increased the weekly contribution amount to $20, and more recently I switched to a $100 monthly contribution, going in on the first business day of each month. The reason I switched from a weekly contribution to a monthly contribution was to make this a more passive portfolio. I don't like using M1's automated investing tool because it doesn't fit my investing plan. So I manually enter all the trades on the platform, and doing so once per month is much easier than every week. What I do now is I make $25 trades each month, plus all of the dividend income is swept into the most underweight position. The way I select the 20 stocks to invest into each month is by using my monthly watchlist. I take the high yield dividend stock watchlist from each month, and I look at the top 10 stocks on the watchlist. And I compare these 10 stocks against the portfolio to select the 5 that are the most underweight. And I invest $5 into each of these 5 stocks. I repeat this process with the high growth dividend stock watchlist. Except here I look at the top 15 stocks and I select 11 of them to invest in. This leaves me with $20 left from my $100 monthly contribution. And this money is split amongst 4 of the 5 most underweight REITs, BDCs, and multi-payers in the portfolio. These are my favorite multi-payers, Realty Income, Main Street Capital, and Stag Industrial, in addition to Aries Capital and the SPHD ETF. I like this process because it's simple, and it doesn't require much thinking or decision making on my part. I am a big fan of automated investing strategies, but I'm pretty sure many of you prefer your own investing methods. The one problem with this portfolio is that it is amassing quite a lot of unique holdings. Right now there are 82 different positions in the portfolio, because over time different stocks have filtered through my watchlist. But I have a plan to also filter these positions out of the portfolio periodically. Since this is a taxable account, and I do not want to incur short-term capital gains, I am going to let each individual stock remain in the portfolio for at least a full 12 months. If I have not added any capital to a specific position during the last full 12 months, I will liquidate the position and reinvest the funds into the current watchlist stocks. The reason for this is that I do not want to have too many holdings in this portfolio, and I'd like to focus on the more relevant watchlist stocks. Right now the portfolio is tilted more towards growth than yield. Since I am still relatively young and I have plenty of years left before I plan on retiring, the current dividend yield is not of high importance to me. The portfolio currently yields about 2.09%, and the target allocation, which is the allocation of the November watchlist stocks and the 5 monthly payers, is 2.39%. I think as I near retirement, I will try to increase the portfolio dividend yield to something closer to 3 or 4%. The way I'll do this is by shifting the broad portfolio allocation, that currently sits at 55% high growth, 25% high yield, and 20% monthly payers. If I were to retire very soon, I would probably move to something like 30% high growth, 45% high yield, and 25% monthly payers. That should be enough to boost the portfolio dividend yield above 3%, and maybe even closer to 4%. But the goal for now is more focused on total return and not the current dividend yield. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.